Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, September 14th, as we continue with Forces of Nature this month. Today we celebrate the seventh album from Radiohead, In Rainbows. It was recorded February of 2005 to June of 2007. It was recorded at... Hallswell House in Somerset, which dates back to 1086. The Tottenham House in Wiltshire, which dates back to 1575, was unoccupied for around a year before this, as well as Nigel Godrich's studio in London and Radiohead's studio in Oxfordshire. As In reference to the Tottenham House, um, Tom York said it was derelict in the stricter sense of the word where there's holes in the floor, rain coming through the ceilings, half the window panes missing. There were places you just basically didn't go. Hmm. It definitely had an effect. It had some pretty strange vibes. I could see that with this record then um, because this is one of those experimental rock albums that's very dreamy and haunting uh has a very airy kind of quality to the music um i feel like they got way deeper into the like art rock and electronica um sounds while making this album than they had previously um, like, you know, even, you know, Hail to the Thief, which was the album right before this, it, it was starting down that path, but never really got this far down the rabbit hole, in my opinion. Um, I, I think this album is really, really good, and I'm really glad that they got Nigel Godrich back well, on. there's a funny story about that because they didn't start with him. That's why I'm. That's why I said that. Um, it, it's they wanted to go a different direction, and then when they started down that direction, they did not like where they were going and ended up calling him back to finish up recordings and to give them a better direction. That guy's name is Spike Stent. S T E N T. If you want to see why that didn't mesh, go look at the stuff that Spike Stent has been involved in, and you immediately will know that Radiohead is not what he does. Yeah, I mean, he does, like, Marshmallow, U2, Bjork, Depeche Mode, Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Frank Ocean, Selena. Pop. Yeah. Beyonce. It's like a big bowl of popcorn, dude. Yeah. Hey, Beyonce, just remember, I'm ready for those tickets anytime you want. And some lemonade. <laughs> Surfboard. Yeah, no, the, uh, but this, this album, I feel, is, uh, I don't feel like it's Radiohead's strongest, um, but, I, but I really like it. Um, I really like the, uh, the song uh, Weird Fishes, mm-hmm. uh, Arpeggi. Um, I, f- I, I just really, really, really gravitated towards that song off of this. Um, the uh, Jigsaw yep. song. 
jigsaw falling into place. Yeah, that was that was a nice introduction mm-hmm. to this album for me. That was the first single. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how they released this album, by the way. So it's, th- it's one of the most legendary stories in music today. It changed how music is really purchased, how it's viewed. They so released Radiohead this- had finished their contract with EMI with the album Hail to the Thief in 2003. And in their own words, they were by far the most popular unsigned band in the world. Mm, Definitely. And rather than not have control of the situation, they saw music streaming and sharing and And, piracy and all of that and said, screw it, you don't have to steal it. We'll just give it to you. And pay whatever you want for it, whether that be a dollar, a penny, nothing, $10. Allegedly, 60% of the world paid nothing for it. Um, The average price paid by people who did pay for it was said to be around 6 bucks. Wow. That's awesome. Good for those people paying for their music. Well... I think that you and I are actually in the same boat where we bought the the box set yes. and got the vinyls and all of that and the extra songs, which were kind of, I was kind of led to believe that that was ours and then they put them out a few months later. <laughs> but yeah, I, I paid, I, I did download it for free that day. So that statistic is wrong because I paid whatever the heck it was yep. for the album. Yeah. Uh, physical copy. Yeah, so, and their their packaging is always so cool. Yeah, they spend a lot of time, and, you know, not that rock critics are the smartest people ever. Um, it's nice to compare a lot of different ones. Yeah. Because we all know what they say about opinions. Mm. And um, it's nice to see a number of them so you can bounce them off of each other but pretty much every critic was like this is great this is everything that i wanted out of radiohead um there's no filler here there's no trash you can always know when radiohead puts out something and they spend the time on it Mm -hmm. that it's gonna be quality and they said as far as the disc two or the extra um, eight songs that came on disc two, but we're still a part of the whole recording sessions and everything that it would have been real easy to put some outtakes or demo versions or whatever of stuff that's already on there. Mm-hmm. But instead it was eight completely awesome full songs in addition. It was like a bonus. Yeah. And that's one of the great things about Radiohead is that they're they're always going to be out there making new music, something that's completely different, surprising their fans with more material than you think that that's going to come out. Or less, because yeah. they made 16 songs, and Tom said they wanted a concise album after feeling that Hail to the Thief was overlong. So they settled on 10 songs for a 45-minute statement. Our aim was to describe in 45 minutes as coherently and conclusively as possible what moves us. 
And then they released 26 minutes of bonus materials after the fact. You act like that was ruining it all, Tom. Yeah, no. And the thing about it is, is Radiohead fans are going to eat it up. No matter, you know, I mean, they could, they could put out, you know, their B-sides of B-sides. And people would still be like, yeah, I want to hear that. That's how great this band is. So, because it's a it's original music. It's it's they're they're at a point where they're just they're one of those bands creatively that is just kind of above a lot of bands where they they are the driving force of creativity and they move the needle. They're the band that moves people in the direction of modern music. Well, when you're a trailblazer, sometimes all you're doing is burning stuff. Mm, yeah. Burn it to the ground. The song Nude on here is actually a really... It's a great song. Mm -hmm. It's also a uh, frequently played live song and a favorite of fans. But it was originally recorded during the OK Computer Sessions and had kind of an inspiration of Al Green, had a Hammond organ on it, straighter feel, different lyrics... And they just kind of like revisited and re-experienced that song in a different way here. I haven't even heard the old one, mm-hmm. but I I know that this is the way it was meant to be. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, this is a this is a don't miss uh, album for the day. Uh, today, September 14th, album for the day is In Rainbows uh, by Radiohead. Um, be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe. Let us know what your favorite albums are. And uh, thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow. Don't leave me high. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, Use the three dots and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!